0: The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code Casual at checkout or use the link in the show notes.
1: Old world fans, the Professional Casual Network is starting a slow grow campaign in February 2024. The best part is you can participate no matter where you are in the world. All you have to do is join our Discord and track your army's progress in the slow-grow channels. We're starting February at 500 points and adding 250 points every month until we reach 2,000 points in August. Started late? Not a problem. Come join us in Discord to track your progress, get hobby tips, and help keep us all accountable throughout this campaign. Come grow with us in the old world. Welcome everybody to another episode of Beards, Ears, and Skulls with me, your host Taylor, my friend Tim, and uh, you know, we got a guy here, his name's Dylan, or Dr. D, as some of you might know on the network, uh, over at ProfessionalCasual.com. Dylan, welcome. Hey,
2: it's great to be here, but stop me if you've heard this one. When your girlfriend comes home in a white suit covered in bee stings and smelling like honey... You know she's a keeper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I appreciate that that wasn't written down in the pre-show notes.
1: Yeah, um, this makes this one makes it better. You said yeah. that one just for Tim, didn't
0: I, you? <laughs> he does I feel, love I bees. feel a little targeted, but
1: <laughs> he does where, love bees. Where are the bees in Old World? That's the real question. Yo, no, for real.
0: First,
1: <laughs> we've GW. Got, get on it. Get on the bees. Wait. Uh, we got Dr. Dingle D. Lan, the arachnid from the Arachne podcast, uh, which you can find at ProfessionalCasual.com, which is an infinity podcast. Welcome in. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you coming on last minute. We planned this 15 minutes ago.
2: The boys, uh, the arachnids, they call me Big Spider Daddy. So that's what you should refer Ooh. to. Ooh, why don't they call you Daddy Longlegs? Legs? Because um, I'm not that smart. And uh, yeah,
1: well, because I'm, uh, we- minus 50 DKP. <laughs> like that's, that's been outlawed. Sorry. <laughs> Richie like got a you, warning. Tim, uh, he has normal sized legs. It's just a, it's a long torso.
0: I d- OK, you know, that's that's. Fa- Listen, I uh, as someone that suffers from uh, tall torso Tim syndrome, uh, you know, I I do. I do appreciate that. The old TTT,
1: we They teach us that in school, in doctor
2: school. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure you specifically probably know a lot about the tall torso for sure. Uh, tall torso. Timmy's got a tiny Timmy tummy. Mm hmm. Wow, this is a classic T-T-T-T-T-T syndrome. This children's book just writes itself, man, I'm telling (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) You just hold down the the T key and just stop whenever you feel like your heart is full.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. So now before we dive into it, I just want to disclaim that this is going to be at least half infinity, everybody. So just bear with us. We will bring it back to old world towards the end. But Dylan, Dr. D, can you tell us about Arachne, please? All right, so there's a little bit of a story, and
2: it's a combination of like a lot of different things. I know that everyone here, uh, me included, don't really care, so I'll kind of go over the the gist of it. So <laughs> I originally... Every, a lot of people think that I started podcasting with PCN, which isn't true. I actually started with Jesse, who does Fury's Finest, which is an MCP podcast. Uh, obviously a great guy, but that was my first introduction. And then eventually when I walked up to Tim and I said, hey... Uh, Who is Lucky, uh, which is a story that is in a couple podcasts at this point. Uh, That's how this all started. Professionalcasual.com. And so me and him became pretty good friends. Uh, He ignored me while I attempted to have dinner with him. Uh, He mocks me. Um, He sends me aggressively worded letters. uh, All that uh, I do. And eventually, uh, when I got back into... I wasn't fully back into the Infinity community at that point. Eventually, I did. Uh, which is a whole story which I've talked about on my own podcast, which if you're really interested, you can go listen to that. But um, eventually there was a very popular Infinity podcast called MayaCast. Now, in the universe, which we'll kind of get to, I'm sure, a little bit, um, the Maya Maya is essentially the Internet. Now, there's a very, like, punk rock part sect, you could say that, a faction of humanity uh, that says that being ruled by a big brother AI called Aleph is a bad thing, which it is. (laughs) <laughs> and so they decided to make their own internet based on the mind maps of blood cult worshiping uh, Christian saints. Uh, and they created something called the which is the rebel version of the internet, which is where uh, like kind of like free spirits roam. And there's probably a lot of cryptocurrency. <laughs> so that there you go. dope. Actually. So dope. And so MayaCast was probably the biggest um, Infinity podcast that was out Eventually, they did stop uh, Tom Shadle and Kip Parcell. They were very, very popular and loved by the community, but they decided they were done because they'd been doing the podcast for like 10 years, if not yep. more. So when they closed it down, I was like, hey, Tim, we should definitely pick up where they kind of left off and make a podcast because now there's going to be people looking for stuff to listen to. And I said, hey, why don't we name it Arachne? Because that's the other side of the Internet. And so I sell crypto. So that's really the whole <laughs> point of the podcast is I'm just trying to sell crypto. Actually, I really appreciate you
0: kind of bringing it back around to crypto. As a financial advisor, I think crypto is very important. Um, Trading Bigfoots and uh, Jersey Devils uh, as as a currency, I think, is actually very important. So I'm actually very happy that it's in Arachne.
1: So, Tim, how do we fit those specifically into the backdoor?
0: Okay, so, I mean, I'll I'll discuss it if you really want me to, but (laughs) backdooring a Bigfoot into a Roth IRA is actually surprisingly simple. Uh, You make a contribution to your traditional IRA, uh, and then at any time you can convert that while just paying the taxes on the initial Bigfoot.
2: Well, let me just tell you something. Uh, Only yellow bellies pay taxes. Ooh, got him. What do you got to say about that? Got him. Mr. Book Uh, Science Man. I have never paid taxes before. I don't plan to. (laughs) Um, So...
0: FBI is knocking on my door right now. I don't have experience. Yeah, Richie's getting another warning for me not paying taxes, too.
1: So, good on him. You know he's the producer. He's got to deal with this stuff, right? That's right. So Dylan, can you pitch Infinity? I've so I've got a good friend, and he's been trying to get me to play Infinity, and it's not just you for over a decade. And can you just pitch Infinity to to me, who has been doing nothing but Old World or Warhammer Fantasy or picking their nose and eating it for the last thirty years? You eating your nose? You is picking- that Infinity? Is it- no, he's eating a pick. He's
2: eating the pick. That I'm eating those. the pick, yeah. Okay. All
1: I right. also play Minecraft, so that tracks. All right, so there's a couple
2: different ways I can convince you. Do you want the easy way or the hard way? Yes. yes. All right, so the easy way is, uh, hey, Taylor, play Infinity, or I'm going to break your knees. <laughs> as long as it's not my nose and I can keep picking it. You're picking it? All right. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so the other way is, let me tell you about the lore. The lore? The lore? <laughs> the lore. So the lore is it's kind of like a bunch of humans on Earth, and then you know, <laughs> you know, there's some failed space stuff, and America and the known world kind of collapses. Well, that's such a shame. And so, what happens <laughs> is, um, there's some stuff that happens on Earth. Uh, a lot of it comes down to essentially a lot of the Asian. I won't. I'm not going to go into the break the real deep stuff. I'm just going to give you surface level. But um, the essentially the Chinese or the not the Chinese, but like the Asian block. You know, like that uh, China, Thailand, that kind of area. Uh, they also known eventually as Asia. Asia. Well, there's other countries in Asia. Silly Billy. There's Australia. That's in Asia. Oh, it's not actually because it's its own continent. You know what? It was good having me here. I'm just going to go. Um, I'm going to go outside and just lay in the road. And eventually I think all the, the boo-boos will go away. I'll lay in a am <laughs> not, not a
0: doctor of geography. No, but I sure am. A, a yeah. doctor of the geography of the human body.
2: Though. I'm not a geologist. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about maps. It's let unless it's, it's Bretonia,
1: damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know
2: that map real well. So, anyway, um, yeah, so essentially the Asian powers they all like blocked up, and eventually the world, uh, was a little bit worried because that there was so much central power located on the planet, yada yada. So, essentially, a lot of the democratic nations did the same thing, and they would create eventually what you would call Pano. So, Yu Jing is one of the major factions in the game, Pano is one of the major factions in the game. People on the planet Earth they said, Hey, we don't, we're not really into this whole like what's going on around here thing. We should get out of here. Let's build a utopian ship uh, of pure anarchy. And we're just going to float around in space because we don't want to be a part of this. One of the other ships was like, Hey, we're a prison ship and we're the prisoners that killed all the guards. Do you want cheap labor? <laughs> and then the other ship in the sky was a Russian uh, mafia run like banking system. And eventually those three ships combined to create the nomad nation. And their essentially goal is to fight against the AI thing I was talking about earlier. Um, O-12 is the Space UN. Uh, they're essentially a police force that has uh, the right to cause violence. You could call them the harmacists if you really wanted to <laughs> because their medication is pain. <laughs> um, and then, uh, ooh, who else is in there? Uh, Ariadna. So the thing that eventually caused the collapse of like the known world at the time was a space project that they thought got lost. It actually didn't get lost. It actually went through a wormhole that closed. They colonized the planet called Ariadna. So we have a bunch of like 20th century settle uh like settlers on a planet that essentially kind of is like kind of describe it as like Scotland. It's like mountainous and very like kind of wooded. Um, I play them. That's me right there. And about uh, but the, the good news is is that when they got there they realized that there was a like a race of werewolves that wanted to murder them. So they've got to uh fight for their lives from the very beginning. And eventually they kind of thrived I guess. And so yeah Caledonia is a faction. There is a Highlander faction and what and their whole thing is they are led by William Wallace. Who oh, has a Claymore. I'm there. That's and me. He, and he screams and hits things with his sword. The guy and with so, the chocolate factory. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yep. He has a big top hat, and um, he mm-hmm. uh, sets big fat kids and gets them sucked up by by tubes. Very good somersaulter. For sure. He
1: is. He is. I've seen and it so, happen at least once.
2: And, so for the, uh, and then eventually they bump into an alien faction called the Sea Army, which you could really compare to the Covenant. It's a little more... Okay. Less... Re- I don't know. You'd have to look into the setting, but it's very much like a uh, combined alien race of a bunch of different races coming together. That's a that's a Halo reference, Taylor.
1: Yeah, if that's there's anything that gem. I know the lore of, it is Halo. I dove deep into that lore. Oh my gosh, I don't suggest it. It's really good, but you lose yourself.
2: In the and moment. then the very last uh, Music. faction is called Hake Islam. So eventually, all Let's of see. the Middle Eastern extremism uh, gets headed off because a bunch of people are like, "We're getting tired of this. Let's actually reclaim." The Muslim uh, religion. So they create haqq Islam. So they reinvent, not the Torah, but they reinvent essentially the religion to be like, hey, instead of being violent, we should be smart and we should focus on science and all that, kind of like similar to like Middle East, little Middle Ages type Muslimness. Yeah. I don't want to get too into the weeds on that one, but they. I don't know, I don't know history, so. <laughs> they all jump into a spaceship and they're like, we got to get out of here. This earth place is kind of messed up. So they go essentially to the chosen land called a planet called Barak and they find this thing called. um, silk which essentially allows you to recreate the human genome so essentially oh. they're all like super doctors and so they have like super soldiers and they have an army of super soldiers essentially that also sounds dope yeah rama task force they're pretty
1: sick it's called the sword of allah so uh tim's nomads tim plays the nomads for sure because no, like...
2: tim's gonna yeah he's gonna play tunguska because he's gonna be the russian bankers it, that's what i'm saying like, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> They, sure. have, yeah, um, him. they sell I'm one thing
2: big foot in russia hell yeah <laughs> they have one uh task and that's crime big crime oh i do like crime who doesn't if there's anything tim is it's
1: a kingpin mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. well, that's incredible <laughs> you got me <laughs> <laughs> you got me um well, that's incredible, and uh, now we, now we all play Infinity on the on the network. So this has been really great. Uh, thanks for coming to the Old World Podcast.
2: <laughs> Let's rework the name. So, um, guns, spaceships, where crime? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes, <And> crime.
0: <laughs> so that I mean, so that's a lot of information just at a surface level for Infinity. But Dylan, like, what are you specifically like if you were to describe yourself in legally allowable words? Um what what is your like minis and kind of like nerd and gaming experience kind of been as a whole? Well you we, could say we've seen you in MCP, we've seen you in Infinity, you're a Bretonian player here in the Old World. Like what's 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 the what's the origin story?
2: So if I had to start it off, I would say that I was a young boy and uh, I played the Silver Ball. I uh played in uh Brighton. Are you a pinball wizard? Oh, I sure am, buddy. <laughs> oh gosh. I must have played them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're getting sued by the who. All right, here it goes. Who? All right. <laughs> Cable? Who? 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 All right, so, yeah, uh, let's, the, the story of Dylan's nerddom is uh, a long and winding road, but uh, we'll make it simple here. So I grew up in a town called Kirbyville, Missouri. Uh, don't look it up on a map. You will waste Gross. a lot of time. Uh, it was tiny and pathetic. And so I remember growing up, I grew up on a farm, so all I really had was a Nintendo. And they're laughing at me. I don't know why, but, you know, (laughs) looking at the video. I
1: said, like me. (laughs) You you still live in a place like that. I do, yeah. We almost Mm. hit 5,000 people in our town. Wow. Oh, well, there's
2: a motorcycle rally.
0: So it was only for like
2: 15 minutes.
1: (laughs) That's fun. Uh, They call that filming the
2: rodeo if if you watch Red Letter Media. Anyway, so... (laughs) Yeah, I grew up in Missouri, and uh, eventually, so I played a lot of Nintendo 64, which I guess you could kind of say was my introduction to nerddom in general, I've like Contra, stuff like that, um, and so I learned from an early age that if you play Contra, you should just hate yourself because you're never going to be good enough, and so eventually, I moved to Florida, which is more what I'm known for, uh, the, the Florida man that we all know and love today, and I remember eventually, I started getting into Star Wars Legos, which I'm sure a lot of nerds out there have at least seen or built a few of those sets. I had the original Millennium Falcon. I still have it.
0: Most sort of, of my wedding
2: registry was Star Wars Legos, actually. <laughs> That's not surprising. I believe oh. that. Yeah, I do. So instead of rice, they just throw Legos at you? while you. Yeah, would, it actually the... hurt
0: my feet a whole lot. I don't I know bet. if you've carried someone over the threshold via a, uh, a Lego uh, sidewalk, but it sucks. Yeah, I bet. It's awful. See, it's weird there's... that you went barefoot. Well, right. I don't like shoes. Sure. Uh, much sure. like taxes or laws. so sure. sure, sure. He is a hobbit. They only hold you back. They only hold you back.
1: hmm right? That's right. Tim Tim is a hobbit. And he, you he can't, you can't cage me or my feet. <laughs> he doesn't pay taxes. He doesn't follow laws. Well, if you bought shoes, you'd have to pay
2: sales tax. And that's, he can't read. That's the way of course, of
0: the I steal game. shoes and then burn them because I don't want to wear them. That's true.
1: That's <laughs> the way of the devil.
2: So anyway, eventually, um, you know, you start playing computer games and stuff like that. And I got introduced to Dawn of War. Which mm, most yeah. nerds know and love. Chaos uh, is strong. <laughs> uh yeah, you gotta love the cultists, right? You know? Right. So anyway, eventually a buddy of mine, um, he actually was aware that there was a miniatures game that was related to the Dawn of War series. I had no idea. So we went to this place, the very first nerd store I really went to, sci-fi city in Orlando, Florida. It's dead. So um we went there and with my with my dad's money, the very first thing I bought was a Cadian Shock Trooper box. <gasps> Started with 40K oh. future arachnids. And so I decided that since nobody could or would or ever wanted to love me, I was going to make these things and I was going to paint them uh, because I had nothing better to do in my life. And so I grabbed a toothpick and a pot of uh, regal blue. <laughs> and I painted those sans, sans, sans guns. <laughs> Uh, my best friend at the time, uh, his name was, his name's Rob. He still has them. Oh, that's dope. So he yeah, still, ha- and he never, cool. and he never touched them. And I, I look back.
1: Say, so the original paint job.
2: They still have the original paint job. And I remember being very confused and I built so many heavy flamers because I thought everything in the box, you must be able to build with it. No, <laughs> that's not how that works. So it comes <laughs> exactly. with like six heavy flamers. So I built. Every single heavy flamer. I was like, oh, this look, this looks sick. <laughs> to my little, like, I don't know, it must have been, like, 13, my brain. But so anyway.
1: Like four years ago.
2: Yeah, give or take. <laughs> so uh, eventually, um, and then eventually some guy I met said, do you want to be on my podcast, Beards, Fears, Tears, Kears, and uh, tri- uh, Triangles? And I was like, sure, and then here I am.
1: And then here we are. That's <laughs> it. That's the whole story. The rest, as they say, is just Blue Katie and Shock Troopers. Sure is. Um, royal blue you with a tooth painted with a toothpick painted with a toothpick you're the second person I've ever met who has painted minis with a toothpick by the way and
2: That's... let's just say uh there was I may have been fibbing there may have been a little more to the story um <laughs> I'm fairly known for, I'm fairly known for my painting um without I fear. am without, without fear. fear I am legendarily uh the best second place painter at every event that I go to uh because I when can't you don't get it. disqualified then when it. I don't get disqualified right for <laughs> Uh, putting in characters that aren't in the game yet or whatever um so yeah i'm pretty well known up here now obviously you know i've met you guys and with everything going on obviously the pcn community has been a pretty big boost in that regard but i have played so many miniatures games it would be a whole episode of me just going through that so speaking um, of episode
0: six if you Let's yeah if you've, <laughs> right there you've played go. a bunch of different minis games what about the old world had you excited to come back to this and what are you most looking forward to and why is the sigmar
2: <laughs> so, if there's one thing I like to do, it's to play miniatures games and entertain the community.
1: For Sigma!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, fools, follow me into the fire for Sigma! <laughs> Thankfully, I don't play Empire. If I did, I would be... Everyone would know where I was in the hall more than they already we I mean, we're Yeah, we already Empire, do. Right? Yeah,
1: I think we were at the last Depticon and someone was like, where's Dylan? And we heard you in another room. We, we heard your cackle from like <laughs> 30 yards away. <laughs> I was like, oh, I found him. <laughs> anyway, so
2: what do I love about Old World? Uh, so I'm a pretty simple man. Uh, I love my fantasy worlds. Uh, obviously, I love Tolkien. Uh, it's great. I mean, you can't beat the classics, and so in I my no, b- you did drugs. I did. Um, I did hard, hard, hard Urukai. It was, I was. It was a hard time in my life. Um,
1: Long bottom leaf every night. Sure did. You know? I called it man flesh. <laughs> <laughs> man flesh. Good job. Back Jim on the is... menu, boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> fantastic uh, video, if you ever want to watch it, is the uh, uruk with normal human voices or whatever. Oh, boy. that's Hey, great. what's that smell? Man <laughs> flesh. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? That's a real thing. Yeah, you should definitely wow. go watch that. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Anyway, so uh, anytime anybody says that, I'm like, Man flesh. <laughs>
0: That's one of those things that's just too golden, and you get mad at yourself for not thinking of and doing first. But I'm sure that video's been out for 12 years. I nope, I think
1: it came say, out like maybe a year ago. Uh, I was going to say, like, yeah. if that's not it's real, not we're we're doing this after
2: this podcast, right? <laughs> so, uh, oh my gosh, yeah. Anyway, so fantasy. I've always been a big, big lover of Arthurian legend. Um, I have hmm. attempted to read, uh, Mort des Arthur, uh, a few times, which is essentially the old French stories of like Camelot Arthur, like King Arthur stories, it is incredibly difficult to get through. Um, I will say, I did make jokes about it when I used to play fantasy in that, in if you've ever read the old actual King Arthur stories, the wording in them, very frequently hilarious, because I would have to stop it and be like, what is happening? <laughs> what would happen is be like, Sir Mordred threatened the life of another knight. He walked up and he sleweth thee. And like, that's the entire story. There's like wow. no details. He doesn't know. You don't know how he did it. It's, he just walks up. Point. He's like, he slayeth him. <laughs> and there <laughs> you go. That's all you get. That's all you deserve, you peasant. Stabbed him right in the kidney. No, you don't. <laughs> you have no idea. That's my headcanon.
1: That's what happened.
2: So <laughs> when Sir Lancelot decided he was going to betray um, Arthur, there's probably no character development. He probably was just like, Lancelot was sitting in his chair and he desireth Guinevere. He betrayeth Sir Arthur, and then he slayeth thee. <laughs> That's what those stories sound like. And so, anyway, I absolutely love those. I absolutely love the image of knights and stuff like that. And so, obviously, uh, when you start playing fantasy, there's knights and there's guys. And for huh. some reason, the state, uh, the state troops in the Empire kit, uh, one of them, one of the usual four molds you get, doesn't have shoes. That's cool, I guess. And so. Uh, if you look at the empire state box, uh, there's a bunch of them not wearing shoes. Supposedly that's supposed to be. Yeah. If you look at the old empire state troop box, uh, one of the four sculpts does not wear shoes, which I'm assuming is meant to represent, uh, Sterling or maybe Averland, but.
1: Oh my gosh. You're, you're not joking. No, that, that mother lover
2: ain't wearing no shoes. So he just got wed, wedded to his fair Guinevere. And when he went through his wedding, they threw Legos. Uh, on the ground when he was trying to leave the Star Wars Legos. Just All that happened
1: to me. Tim, they yeah. put you in this game before we even knew you didn't wear shoes. That's
2: Yo, what they call you a a take one look at those or... guys and
0: you know they've never paid taxes and also oh, appreciate <laughs> crime.
1: <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> and then they got a sweet Halbred. <laughs> I, I
2: guess... love Halbreds. I do. I do love them. I love uh,
1: you bread. know, I like I like um, pumpernickel myself, curbs. but Halbreds are pretty good too. I like it. Why? So, so why did I want to come back? All right, let me... It's It's not a... It's
2: not a hidden thing. I'm not GW's biggest fan. Uh, I've been uh, taken advantage of a few times. That's okay. You know, I've seen Who the has video. It? Who yeah. hasn't? It? Yeah, it's everybody. So it's like if there was any one thing that was going to be able to get me to come back, it was going to be bringing me back to the world that was uh, the mm-hmm. time of legend, the old world, whatever you want to call it. And if somebody comes at me one more time with the Flesh Eater Courts being Bretonians and AOS, I'm probably going to scream because i'm but, so tired of that joke but i love that joke they're well, my favorite traitor legion is also a great joke <laughs> and should never
1: die <laughs> folks right, if I you just, didn't get that in the podcast uh, that was the sound of dylan dying so we've just resurrected him <laughs> i just sent you uh a com- like the flesh comi- eater corpse comedian comedian
2: of the year award i just sent you a trophy
1: jeff dunham
2: yeah he's there <laughs>
1: He's the award. Jeff Dunham is it's the held award. Up. It's held up with a...
2: It's It's got a, a left arm that's a piece of celery and a, a Patrick Duffy is its right leg. It's a
0: leg scuzzlebutt? Yeah, All right.
2: Scuzzlebutt.
0: <laughs>
2: we love stupid. you, Patrick
0: Duffy. <laughs> oh, family, what was a step-by-step, was a great show.
2: It sure was. But to answer your question, um, it was very exciting to have the thing that... Honestly, fantasy was what got me into being... Uh, the mess up human that I am now where I can't form positive relationships without models being somehow involved. Uh, fantasy mm. was definitely where it all started. Started with dwarves. And at the end of seventh, I remember eighth edition had come out. And two weeks later, there was a store in Orlando called the Morris Armadillo. Also dead. I think most like everything else I touched, it does eventually die. Uh, it, <laughs> Had a seventh edition closing out tournament, and that was the first time I ever saw Bretonians in person. And I was like, hot diggity dog, this is what Dylan likes. And then uh, the person I was with was like, why are you talking to yourself like that? And I was like, shut up. And then I pushed him in the traffic. <laughs> there you go. Which is,
0: which is customary in Florida as kind of a, a greeting it's or a, greeting. A, a conversation ender, yeah. actually actually, it ends
1: the conversation pretty pretty succinctly i think you are my florida man actually now that i think about it i looked it up recently and it was man pushes man into traffic after a dispute over miniatures game huh Mm -hmm. look at that you won't believe which one of them was on bath salt (laughs) it was both of them (laughs) wow i didn't
2: believe that it's it's hard to think that there's that many like sources of premium quality bath salts but my god we just find a way life (laughs) finds a way life
1: does find a way um
0: as a as a protonian player uh, i'm assuming you've taken a look at the at the new rules and stuff that are out are there any particular new changes uh that really get you fired up or with the new edition i I mean i see the book right there i just pulled the
2: book out here we go so let's all turn to page 85 of the uh, <laughs> Bretonian and Powell's book. I feel like we're about um, to
0: sing a hymn or something. Everybody turn to page 85. <laughs> this is for in, lady.
2: in service of the lady <laughs> Bretonian folklore. Yeah. So the joke is uh, there's not really a part of it that I don't enjoy at this point. Um, so when this game came out, I was determined to not like it. I was like, I don't want to get back into this. I don't want to come back to this GW thing. I don't want, I just don't want to be involved in it, but it's an abusive ex. Really? It really is. It very much is. For I'm sure. not going to turn this into a hating po- uh, GW podcast. Um, I'm going to wait till Taylor leaves and then I'll do it. So Taylor, <laughs> please leave the room. Um, so it's been fun guys. I'll see you next time. All right, guys, here we go. <laughs> uh, down the, the mudslide. That is the GW hate. Hole. Oh dude. <laughs> Applebee's mudslides are so good. <laughs> they are pretty good. Not sequitur, but <laughs> so it's not a good sequitur. No. So, what do I like about the new rules? I'll tell you right now, when you play an all-cavalry army, if you don't get the charge-off, it feels real bad. feels yeah. real, real bad, man. So in 8th edition, when I played Bretonians at probably objectively their literal worst, um, mm-hmm. y- if you didn't get a charge-off with your cavalry, you didn't do anything. And we also were doing this in the age of the Horde formation, which was everybody was <sighs> stubborn. So you were like, whee, here we go, let's skewer them on our pieces of wood. Here we go, lads. Ha, ha, ha. And then... Uh, you would kill maybe like i don't know four or five guys and they'd be like wow that's real sad it's a Out dang of 50. shame yeah right thank you um and then be like man we're real sad we're just going to stand here and beat you to death so uh yeah that was fun <clears throat> so eventually it turned into a exercise in frustration because you would stick around for what you love cuz i'm a, I've when it, you boil it all down i'm all about the narrative i'm a narrative guy oh, uh yeah I don't really care about winning as long as it feels like a game that two people showed up to actually play and not inflict mental and emotional harm on somebody Mm -hmm. and then also fight in the parking lot then.
0: Or throw 19 trash cans at you
2: until you Yeah, yeah, Robert. Yeah, thank you, Rob Real. And so... uh, It's reality. Sure, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And then we got a tie. Anyway, so... That's a very best tie, in- <laughs> best tie I've ever worn, to That's be honest. A, it's an inside joke if anybody out there listening has any idea what we're
1: talking about. So uh,
2: I completely lost track. You finally did it. You knocked me off track of what oh, it was man. I was trying to do. Nice you did job, it. everybody. <laughs> uh, Bretonian. So yeah, the Bretonian book. Uh, what do I love about the new rules? Um, I love the fact that magic is not as diddly dangerous as it used to be. For real. Um, yeah, let's just say every single time you walked up with a giant power dice pool, you were just like, I'm Magic, Dimdale, Dimadome, and I'm going to Magic, Dimdale, Dimadome you into the Dimdome, grave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, the magic is hugely attractive to me in this particular edition uh, compared to other stuff that I've seen in the past and even other different uh, Warhammer games. I, I really, really like how they've done it here. Yeah. So
2: magic in the new edition does seem very good. Uh, the mountain um, put it pretty well, where he said that he thinks like most of the spells are pretty useful. Yeah, I have yeah. to tend to agree. I don't think yeah. I've really seen a spell where I'm like, eh. Um, the only one that I, I kind of raised my eyebrow at a little bit maybe was illusion, but I can see certain situations where a lot of them could be useful. Hold up, go, go ahead. Then. So in <laughs> illusion, right? There's one called
0: you know something doppelganger. So yeah, like
1: actual duck. Doppel-donger.
0: Spectral Doppeldonger. So, like, I don't know how you could be against that or on the fence at all. They've obviously made that for me. I really appreciate you, GW, for, for doing that <laughs> for us. Um, and you just do automatic hits with a magic sword or whatever from 400 yards away. It's the coolest thing in the world. You summon a Doppeldonger
1: and he Doppeldongs your enemies. Dimsdale doppelganger. Speaking yeah. speaking of Doppeldongers, thanks to our patrons, real quick. Patreon.com slash professional casual network. Uh, I don't have the list in front of me. We have a bunch of top-tier patrons that keep our lights on and keep us doing what we do. And so Krob, X uh
0: Cider Drinker, uh, Cliff Wizard Jumper, Skills. Tony Hot Hands, Wizard Skills, Iron Maze, uh, Bicon, Dagna, uh, Otis, um Leroy, Charles,
1: Leroy, and Jim, probably John PCN as well. Yep, <clears throat> classic. But the the backer. cool thing about the spectral doppelganger uh, is it's an assailment that you put on a Lord of Change, who's strength six, <laughs> and has a stupid staff. <gasps> I I, I almost bought 26. the Lord of
0: Change like
1: what do you got yesterday yeah, at the store? No. I went up.
0: I went up. I saw there was a Lord of Change on the you shelf, and I was like,
1: you gotta get it. <laughs> right but right. that's 500 yeah. points right there that's your whole list this <laughs> is but you can't use more than 50 percent for it. <laughs> uh a hey, lady
2: lady and gentlemen that listen to this podcast i was just opening my old bretonian book and i found my old bretonian list oh not a piece of paper on the back of a weapons sheet for
1: infinity oh look at you
2: man if that really doesn't bring just a full circle yeah if that just doesn't really bring a tear to your your eye
0: if you want to bring a tier to the P.O. Box or send a lord of change there, you can do so at P.O. Box G, West Oneonta, New York,
1: 13861. Shout out to that dude that sent me parts of a gyrocopter so I can have yeah. one of those now. <laughs> Incredible. Thank you, my man. So much. Uh, X-Paxis, one of our King
0: D just sent me this fat book, huge book, just called Orcs. What? I'm a big fan of Orcs. and that sounds uh Awesome. Yeah, so I, I looked at it a little bit, and the reviews have me very mystified, where, it, like, it looks like it's going to be a comedy. It follows a battalion of orcs through war. I guess it's three books kind of consolidated into this, like, omnibus, but uh, it looks both funny and
1: very good. Is it by Stan I'm, Nichols?
0: Uh, I think so. Does it have, like, a big, almost, like, uh Aztecian orc yeah, face yeah. on the front? Yeah. Dope. That sounds awesome. Right? So that has absolutely moved meditations onto the floor because
2: uh, I don't believe there's orcs in meditations. I'm um, going to speak for me and Tizzy and say um, you're banned. <laughs> you're banned um, from knowledge. I, I So
0: listen, man, it, maybe if no! his name was Marcus Orc I would read it, but like,
2: are there orcs in it? In meditations? Yeah. yeah. If you really squint your eyes and uh, take your glasses off, yeah. Oh. That only costs 2,000 channel points, so I could probably do that. (laughs) That's
1: pretty easy. (laughs) Speaking of which, twitch.tv slash professional casual network, folks. We stream pretty much every weekday as well as potentially even a weekend day. I'm not Mm -hmm. really sure what's going on there, but uh, we'll probably get this uh, this game on that show here uh, relatively soon. So Mm -hmm. that'll be dope to watch. Excuse me. So, uh, we talked about your love of Britonia. We talked about how um, uh, your neighbors are actually objectively better than you in every single way. For sure. Uh, because you worship just some, random, <laughs> elf- <laughs> some random elf lady. Um, Whoa! <laughs>
0: Whoa! For someone that just kind of doesn't know a whole ton about the lore, so the Empire is all Sigmaris,
1: y uh, Not I, only, right now. Only a Sith oh. speaks in absolutes. Yeah, so right now, um, it's the- <laughs> Only a Sith would say something that was absolute, <laughs> you
0: traitor.
2: But, uh, so who do, who do the Bretonians worship? Who do do, do that? So unlike our primitive uh, empire brethren with their books and technology, we worship a lady that lives out in the woods. That sounds fun. She doesn't oh.
1: even wear shoes.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. That's true. That's Does pretty she have sick. like a cup or anything?
1: No. Oh, okay. She She, uh, she actually drinks Bailey from a shoe. Oh, I'm not going to say the second part of that. Um, she did come out of a lake. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She did. So, uh, in the Bretonian
2: uh, lore, uh, long, long ago, um, we're going to go, you know what? In the, the lore, uh, back in the day, right? So there's the war of the beard, uh, elves and dwarves are like, eh, stamp it. And they're like, no, you. And they're like, make me. And they're like, okay. And so they kill each other. Um. Eventually the war ends, the dwarves win because they're sick and better. And so they decide to so want to go live in the, in their mountain holds and they don't want to worry about things anymore. So the orcs are like, Oh yeah, am... and so they come running down from the mountains. <laughs> He's not wrong. That's it's verbatim it's, in the books. It's in the book. Oh. Um this is the i I'm actually quoting the Cimmerillion of the fantasy universe. So <laughs> Thanks Stephen Colbert. <laughs> So the orcs are like, <laughs> so they come running down the mountains, and then all the humans there, they're like, Ooh, boy, I sure do like being alive. And then they get run over by a green tide, and they're like, we should get out of here. So they start running for their lives. Um, eventually, there's a tribe of men called the Bretoni. They go on the other side of the gray, um, the gray, sp- uh, mountains. gray hills. The gray is it just the gray mountains? I oh, think it's the gray, it's the, gray yeah. the gray something mountains. Um, I should gray, something mountains. Down my head. that's where one of my characters is from in uh, *Settling the <laughs> Southlands
0: I the bet he's mountains. Dumb. Uh, he was dumb. He All he wanted to make was queso fundido. And it took 71 episodes for Dan <laughs> to just keep telling me no. <laughs> yeah, it's just the Grey
2: Mountains. Classic Dan. Okay, yeah, just the Grey Mountains. So they go on the other side of the Grey Mountains and they essentially create what is known as the 14 areas that eventually would create Bretonia. And so eventually uh, they get sick and tired of uh, fighting orcs. And one of them is just like, we should do something about this. His name's Gillies Le Breton, I think. And so. And he hates Uh, orcs. He sure does. Um, He's lean, he's mean, and he also wore green. And he knew that he was, you know, he might have been an orc because he wanted to be the meanest
1: and the greenest. Yeah, it sounds pretty orky to me, actually. Someone who plays mm -hmm. orcs in 40K and orcs and goblins, yeah, that's pretty orky. So anyway, uh, Gillies decides that, hey,
2: us humans, we should probably get rid of these orcs and goblins because they keep pushing over our trash cans. And so...
1: (laughs) Every joke, every joke just gets me. It's incredible. <laughs> anyway, so uh he decides hey we should get rid of these orcs and goblins. I
2: I swear this this has a point. So he takes all of his pals and they go around and they start slaying orcs and all that. So eventually I'm
1: hoping this all gets edited out. No, it's great. Everything's fine. We don't do edits here on this podcast. This is the best unedited podcast. On it the is internet. the best. Fantastic. <laughs> so anyway, uh he does he it eventually uh, that's- after that's what's happening now, right? He's essentially taking a whole bunch of people on a quest to just murder a bunch of works, right? That's what he's doing. And so he, him
2: and his pals are out doing stuff, and then eventually he's like, hey, I'm going to go get a drink or something, I guess. And so he goes to the, the 7-Eleven. He's like, hey, we're out of, we're out of um, grape soda, and so you have to go drink from the lake outside. So he goes out there in the woods, and he is visited by a lady who is fine as hell. <laughs> she's so sex. And so uh, she's like, hey, you're going to be my champ. Uh, you should kill all the green people. And mm. uh, yeah, so he I mean, said actually. he decided, hey, we're going to worship you. So eventually he would become the king of Bretonia And he said, we're going to worship the the lady because him and all of his pals, they all got to sup from the cup.
1: If you know what I'm saying? Fry man. So you actually, uh, as a knight, you have to quest to find the cup to sup from it. And then it, when you do, you become a grail knight because you've been touched by the lady. Not actually. So you but, sup for the cup and that's
2: when you get to become a you real get magic Bretonian. Powers. That's okay. when yeah. you become a real boy. That's not when you're a, you're a real boy. <laughs> so uh, that's actually something else we could talk about, too, is that whole thing. You uh, want to talk about
1: the levels of nights. Uh, n- listen, we don't have 10 hours, OK? <laughs> that's fine. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so more lore. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we get into that, I, I, um, I see over here in our notes, uh, can we just uh, this is something that we haven't touched on in this podcast. Tell me about countercharge. OK, so oh, that was yeah. that was actually the original answer to the question that he asked me. The best part
2: about the new book is that the fact that some of the knights got access to something called counter So if you're running an all cavalry army. Sorry, guys, I'm the one that got sidetracked for once. Um, <laughs> so counter essentially allows you if somebody comes running at you swinging their hands around like a bunch of like a bunch of jerk holes, you're like, hey, knock it off. And so you come running at them and you also count as charging, which has a huge benefit when you have a long pole with a piece of metal at the tip of
1: it yeah for real that's so and, and horse horsepower behind it definitely
2: and so uh, bretonian war horses are fantastic because you get to reroll uh your charge distances and all your running distances and all that you oh. get to reroll ones and stuff it's very good they have to so, ride too don't they they sure do oh that's
1: gross <laughs> no and no. the
2: bretonian warhorse comes with the counter charge rule so when i say this next sentence it's a little confusing knight errant and questing knights do not have counter charge questing knights yeah, Questing Knights lose it. So what happens is that when you're knights a, you're a Babby Knight, yeah, for sure. When you're a Babby Knight, you're like, oh, I'm not smart enough to think about it like that. Then you become a Knight of the Realm, and you're like, yeah, you know what? I should go stab them with this thing because they wave their hand at me inappropriately. Yeah. You throw that thing on the ground, you pick up a great sword, and then you're like, I forgot what I was doing. I am filled with fervor. And then the Grail Knights calm down. <laughs> that's And that's the life of a Bretonian Knight. That, that doesn't quen- sound
0: awful.
1: No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's got its benefits. You're, yeah, You're literally just, like, clip-clopping around on top of literally a high horse going, uh, the lady loves me more than you, you stupid peasant. I'm going to kick you with my horse hooves. Also, I'm going to go find a beer and a golden cup. It's going to be dope. Hell
0: okay, yeah. so gotcha. So that kind of brings it full circle to me, because I was still a little confused on why Dylan liked bretonians but if you get to kick peasants with horses... Yeah. Uh, got it. Got it. That's a daily... I don't know why you didn't lead with that,
1: but got it. That's a daily process for them isn't it just walk out into the street kick a peasant with a horse that's my understanding it is 100 percent, unless you live in
2: uh the one dukedom that makes wine because in which case the peasants also probably
1: drunk oh yeah. fair actually that makes them more kickable oh for sure because you know I mean? the,
2: the way their bones uh they don't Jeremy. like they can't resist if you know what i'm talking about Freeman. uh
1: the way that their <laughs> muscles just loosen up they just roll way better than if uh they knew what was happening. They become like like rubber, like baby bones at that. Right, point. Right, right, right. The more wine you drink, the more baby bone like you are. I'm a geologist, so I know these things. I am not going to make any jokes. No, that's probably for the best. Um. All right. So listen, we have a slow grow league, folks. Going. I on doubt it. In our Discord, it's there. I'm looking at it right now. Actually, mm-hmm. sure. Um. And essentially, we're starting 500 points in February, which is this month right here. You can come hang out with us in the Discord. Link is in the show notes. And you can grow your Slow Grow League with us until August, where we'll hit 2,000 points. It's going to be absolutely dope. Dylan. Hi. Are you going to hang out with us in there? I'm going
2: to try. After Adepticon, I'll probably focus on a lot more. So I'll probably miss, I'll probably miss the
1: first month. Well, here's the good news. You can start really whenever you want. We are going until August. Uh, if you come in, you can start either on the month we're on and, and pick, you know, an amount of points there and go from there. Or you can start at 500. You can eat microphones if you want to, <laughs> you know, like the world is my slow grow oyster or and also yours. Uh, so what do you what do you think you're going to bring to this league? But so I'm going to bring Bretonians. Um, I
2: have a mission and um, I put on my sunglasses. I got a pack of uh Lucky strikes, and I'm on a mission from the lady. Uh, we got one tank of gas. We got one. We got one bag of oats, and uh,
1: <laughs> I'm on a mission from the lady. So, a horse feeder.
2: Yeah, I was just that's, put it on my own face. That's right. the dice bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, I decided that when I was going to take up the lance to do the lady's bidding. I was immediately going to throw that stupid thing on the ground and pick up a great sword. Then I was going to pick up a loot
1: and start jamming stairway to heaven while riding over my enemies and slaying the undead. <laughs> questing knights are the best. I they love questing the, they're the best miniatures, dude. There's one of them, Tim, that's literally he's a dude and he just has a dresser behind him on his horse yep. while he trolls like, his mustache. Yeah, he's a legit. dresser. Addressers. I own all
2: the models. So it's so dope. And then one of them, he's got the musicians, a lute player, and he's like jamming on it while they're riding. (laughs) Hell yeah. It's really great. One
0: of the things that like we talked about in the kind of in the first couple episodes was still mania and naming some of like your, your go-to models. Uh, Do you have uh, either units or models or particular characters that are, are in a specific way that, that you've like named them or you want to follow their particular career? as you're playing uh,
2: the Old World? Uh, I did actually have a name for my knight. I forgot his name. Um, Sir Nidicus. Sir Nidicus the Knight. So yeah, I absolutely love... Um, back in the day, uh, I had a questing up that I absolutely love because he had access to something called the Questing Sword, uh, which was essentially a lightsaber. And his whole goal was he had to challenge you, and he had a, the dueling gauntlet. So when he threw it down, you couldn't refuse the duel. So you could challenge whoever you wanted and they couldn't stop you. So you would run up and you'd slice them in half with a lightsaber.
0: So actually very specifically. So like last episode, we talked a lot about um, challenges uh, because it was, I guess, a a mechanic that I was completely unaware of. Um, With a character like that, how, how do you
2: approach challenges? Yes. As a Bretonian player. I don't even think I get a choice. I think everybody has to accept. I'm pretty sure that's a rule in Bretonia. Uh, so specifically, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah.
1: So uh, b- before the game starts, Tim, uh, after everybody deploys, there's a roll off to see who's, who takes the first turn. Mm-hmm. And Bretonians have a rule where they can, the entire army takes a knee instead of rolling to see who goes first. The other player automatically goes first and Bretonians get the favor of the lady. So they all get ward saves. They pray to the lady instead of go first. Right. It's really, cool. really? so yes. if someone refuses a challenge, you lose the favor of the lady. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's dope as hell. It's yeah, really cool. Yeah.
0: okay. And that's something that has that has maintained in this particular edition, or that's been around yes. for a while or like if anything, I would say it got better. Correct. I agree. I
1: think
2: okay. It used to be. So yeah. the
1: stronger the I think this is true, the stronger the attack, yeah, strength, strength five, five or above, right? Then you uh, get a five up save. The ward save gets better.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> right. new, due to the way that the rules changed in regards to like armor penetration, you're probably gonna get a pretty good armor saves. And now you also get to take your ward save. You didn't used to be able to do that in eighth. So now you're gonna be rolling around with like probably like a lot of things have AP once. So you're probably running around with like a four up, uh five up. We did lose one armor because uh now that you don't get an armor from being mounted and we're not Empire Knights, we don't get plate. So yeah. we'll be running around at threes. That's which is fine. But still, that's that's awesome. Like, yeah, it's personally like
0: as a player, I normally like to go second anyway. I don't like to win priority. Um, so the fact that you can like force not having priority and get a benefit for it is like rad
1: as hell. It's pretty so sick. Really where it comes in here is when you just like pull up the lands formation. You got knights all over the place and you're like, no, no, you can come to me. Yeah, I'd and love now, to charge you <laughs>
2: with counter charge. It makes it even better. because oh, now you. they're going to charge you and you're like, all right, yeah, that's final. Come get you anyway. And with first charge, I don't know if you guys Uh, first charge is so good. So many of the nights have first charge, which is the first time that you charge in the game. The thing you charge loot gets disorganized, so you don't get rank bonuses.
1: So you're going to go in there and you're going to smash them real good on the first charge, hopefully, which is brutal for me as a dwarf player, because that's what I rely on. Because sure. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have five or six minis. You're gonna kill them all, but I don't care because I have three ranks. I have a banner, maybe two. I have a whole bunch of static combat reds, and you just go, no, you don't. <laughs> it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. I, Brett's are finally in the spot that they should have been in for, fifteen years or more. So the good news
2: is, is to tell you a story about a young Dylan. Um, right when, when I was
0: a young Dylan.
2: <laughs> uh playing with silver ball i that's what they call a callback joke taylor so when <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. so when eventually uh they were doing the end time stuff uh they were releasing the books and so get this bretonians were the only book that never got updated before the game ended and guess what lady and gentlemen The models that they're releasing now that they're so proud of with Mr. Um, Alcohol Fetal Syndrome Night Lord um, on foot. Uh, Let me just say that. Hold on. No, he's definitely a knight. And (laughs) he should probably go back in the dungeon where he belongs and put his helmet on. And so (laughs) those models were finished and were supposed to be released in Fantasy Day. But before the book could come out, GW was like, we should just kill the game. So they never released the models. That's the stuff I was waiting for. And that GW was like,
1: yeah, that's Nyah. so brutal, dude. So you just yeah. straight
0: up like Titanic lady. Like you've been waiting 84 years for the I have. Have particular release.
1: It's been so long. And then you're just going
0: to throw it in the ocean at the end anyway, like an idiot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's going to go ahead and burn his
2: Britonian. <laughs>
1: so for the record, I still
2: have my old Britonian army. So the old rule didn't cost me a dollar. Isn't that more dope? than just buying the books yeah right so it's actually gonna... several dollars but yeah it was, like mean,
0: it was about a hundred dollars yeah
2: that's that's a lot more than none but...
0: single dollars <laughs>
1: <laughs> on a scale from one to a hundred it's actually a hundred <laughs> that's probably yeah, c- like compared to meals like the box set which is 1500 points like you know my my big thing oh yeah you know I would love to have that 10,000 point dwarf army, but that I am only halfway there. You know what I mean? I don't have to yeah. do anything else. You're living I'm, on a
0: prayer pretty much. I'm at this living
1: point. on a prayer. I'm going to hey, still mania so many armies, though. Let me tell you, Timmy.
2: I don't yeah? know why I said Timmy. Tell Taylor that I have the horsey from the old uh, Battle of Skull Black <gasps> Reach um, thing. The little pony that's like pulling the cart thing. I don't know I need it. Is, but Taylor, I have the shut pony. up.
0: Dalen has the little pony from the old uh thing that he mentioned. Um it's a pony and a horse, I think. I
2: need it. It's all yours.
1: I need it. Oh,
2: it's gonna be unit filler. So you have to paint it on um The Hobby, hobby hangout. hangout. Yeah, hobby Oh yeah,
1: hangout. the hobby hangout. <laughs> Every Monday. Oh yeah. The, the oh, hobby yeah. hangout <laughs> phase. <laughs> 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 uh twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Um Hashtag help me. <laughs> <laughs> more bathrooms to paint send help oh, i'm I, i'm out i am stoked to have you at at the studio at some point playing about a report with us yeah. because i can't wait to film you on a knee praying to the lady before the game starts because i'm not allowed to give you the favor sorry the lady's not allowed to give you the favor unless you actually physically get on your knee for this so that's like, not true there's it is true way. there's a it's, way it's in the book. No,
2: there is in the book. There's also a way to gain the lady's favor and not have to pray. Okay. You go on a crusade. Oh. If you use the crusade special army, you just get it.
1: Oh, is that the one in the Bretonnia book? That is in the journal. Oh, okay, That's dope. Okay. Yeah.
2: Now the other one is uh, knights in exile. So you get to use guns. What? <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, "Are you what?" Uh, yeah, you get to find some border prints guys and be like, "You know what makes being a knight really cool? Softening them up with a gun." <laughs> <laughs> and then smashing them with horses. The delivery there too just like
0: JB and Gapapa like, "Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go talk to him with my gun." <laughs>
1: This blunderbuss that's bigger than he is. <laughs> he fills it with rope and pies. See, and the funny thing is, is cannon. it's actually a blunderbuss. <laughs> it's <Hell, laughs> a dope.
2: 12-inch gun that has no penalties the movement.
0: So this might be a deep cut uh, for some, but probably I'm not for everybody you. that's followed our MCP stuff and our stuff here as well. But you and Ben, Rev Right Mad, polar opposites in MCP, but also love the lady uh, sure uh, to very similar intensities in, in the old world. So like... If you compare uh, Bretonians to some of the other games you played, does that track for kind of the uh, the factions or the armies, the affiliations that you normally cleave to? Or does it kind of fit right where it normally would for you? So
2: I've noticed that every single time I play a game, I always uh, glide to either the knightly factions or the super emo edgy ones like Dark Elves. Um hmm i do love me some dark elves i love things i love vampire counts i just love things that are like emo so if you ever come up near me you're gonna get one of the two moods it's like yin and yang um so event so either i'll reach out with an open hand and say please let me guide you or i'll talk to you with my gun (laughs) (laughs) that's what i call a callback joke taylor I cleave more t- towards the
0: latter. I love I love Vampire Counts. I love Undead. I love emo stuff. Like, any point. Crime, emo, crying, emotions. Anything that I can't experience in real life, I want to play in a game.
2: You have to at least go to one parade um, where your uh, dad brought yes. you. Yeah, my dad brought me. Yeah,
0: think, yeah. Um, yeah, a savior of parade. the broken. The beaten yeah. and the and the damned,
1: actually. Yeah, that's the one. I think you honestly, Tim, picked a really special uh, army here with Tomb Kings, because Cetra is... The emo child, he just yeah. absolutely is. Oh, look at that! Can I oh, have that? I Actually, can you just give that to me? No. Peel box. West on West Oneana, New York. So zip um, code.
2: Yeah, let's just say I might be working on a vampire count army that's Kislev themed. Uh, Yo, you know, I saw that mini that you get bashed. It looks dope. There's something kibashed. about
0: Russian vampires that just like. They're Checks.
2: like, Boo-lee. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna give you the suck. <laughs> I'm gonna get you.
1: Stop it, Ron. <laughs> Stop it. It's the stuff. Stop
2: resisting my power, Accio Blood.
1: All of this, staying in. By the way, everybody, everybody has to know what it's like to hang out with Dylan because it's glorious. It
2: is I'm, glorious. Usually, in a lot of takes, I um I tame myself down, but you guys have gotten me uh, full pell mell.
0: Every three no, months, I, I try to bully them into moving here, like because we just need more of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. Can yeah. you uh, can you practice your doctorate here in New York? Um, just like he could do it, like right behind the wall that I'm, but just not follow of. any of the New York stuff. Just do your own thing. Listen, let me oh, tell just you. Punch
0: people in the back
1: and yeah. charge them two hundred dollars. Let me with tell a you. lance <laughs> on a horse. Yeah, yeah. True. That's true. With a really, charge or super, super charge really? or whatever
0: it was.
2: <laughs> well it's both technically um why is this room so big why is there a why is there like a is that a jousting tilt (laughs) what is that why is that in here
1: i'm gonna put you in the inversion table just (laughs) (laughs) and
2: then right in l5 and they're like oh (laughs) nice
1: oh nice feels good man feels good man
2: uh, but yeah, for for real, though, um, my excitement for the old world is is palpable, for sure. I've spent way more money than I thought I should. Uh, and the only thing that stopped me from painting a lot of it, a lot of it, and I'm talking about a lot of it, is the fact that Adepticon is right around the corner. So a time of recording. Well,
0: and speaking of, we're going to be at Adepticon, uh, all three of us, right? I believe. Yep. We will be. Um, yeah. We'll be streaming Marvel Crisis Protocol and uh, Shatterpoint and probably...
2: It's looking like even more. So I'll sure be to... I'll be running around the infinity table, so you'll probably see me there. Hell yeah! Look for the look for the guy wearing an Arachne shirt. Other, I
0: mean, one of the last couple conventions we've gone to, there was a lot of wild Arachne shirts out there. Yeah, for so, real. Honestly, if you if you weren't aware, we have a store that's linked in the in the show notes that uh, you can pick up all sorts of dope stuff: PCM patches, polos, uh, sweater vests, uh, pens probably something to
2: drink out of um let me tell you an arachne shirt. shirt let me tell you a secret that's exclusive to this podcast if uh, as the top selling shirt in the network if you have an arachne shirt and you hold it high above your head and scream i have the power you'll be struck by lightning and you'll die <laughs> so don't do that please i've had uh, to refund two shirts already uh, specifically <laughs> <laughs>
1: The credit card didn't go through because they were dead. Don't do that and then sue us. You can do it if you're, yeah, yeah yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, for, for legal reasons, that's a joke, <laughs> right? <laughs> Definitely oh don't do it. Definitely don't joke. do that. It's a um, funny joke, ladies and gentlemen. Though, Arachne, uh, it's on professionalcasual.com. It's one of our many podcasts that we do, uh, like this one, beards, ears, and skulls. Arachne. Uh, we just got done with Lost Omens. We have Gapapa, uh, which is a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure. It is a WFRP fourth edition actual play, uh, as well as uh, a bunch of other podcasts that Tim probably knows about that I can't remember because I there's too much in my tiny little, are little we, fish brain. Are we doomed? I was recently-
0: yeah, How Doomed Are We? So we have a, we have a soulbound um, actual play podcast called How Doomed Are We? We have The Doomstones, which is uh, on the Patreon as well. First few episodes of that, and settling the Southlands, which are both WFRP 4e shows, as well as the um, Slithering and Lost Omens, uh, Pathfinder Second Slytherin. Edition, comic book rundown uh, with oh, Joe yeah. Gennaro and Ron Haynes, where they go through kind of like micro chasms of comic arcs and just kind of describe the whole thing so you don't have to read, which I really appreciate because I don't know how. Um, as well as you know, just literally, literally thousands of hours of other podcasts. Uh, but you can find it all at professionalcasual.com.
1: And folks, if you're listening to this and you're like, what is Adepticon? How do I go there? Go to our blogs where Dylan has written multiple blogs on how to go Mm -hmm. to conventions without fear.
2: Or go to Twitch. And anytime Tim says anything, ask him, what is LVO? (laughs) It's my favorite. It's my favorite (laughs) joke. He
1: probably gets it more than other things that other people get that we're not going to get into. Um, this has been absolutely incredible to have you on the show, Dylan. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we will absolutely have you on again and on Battle Reports at some point. This is, it's just, I, I'm i so excited about Old World and to have Sigma ah, show oh, up Sigma. <laughs> everywhere on our show. Um, any closing thoughts? Anything you want to tell to the internet? I
2: should say, um, anybody that wants to see me, Taylor, Tim, and maybe Dan, if he can get out of his uh, his closet for just a couple minutes to, uh, we should all play Vermintide and then we should all scream mm. for Sigma.
1: If a you like God. that,
2: comment and uh, subscribe in the comments down below. Oh yeah, ratings, reviews yeah, uh, for probably... the show.
0: Do it in whatever podcast or podcatcher that you're using. Uh, helps us out an absolute ton.
2: I would recommend that you go to like bathroom stalls, etch it into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably write it on a note and leave it in your, uh, your crush's uh, back pocket. One of one of the
0: other shows on the network, Elite Eight Showdown, has had reviews left on bathroom stalls in Walmart's, <laughs> Targets, on Amazon products, Amazon ba- Basics. I think JB left some on some floor tiles that he purchased uh, from Amazon. We uh, there's also one on the uh, the comptroller app for the state of Missouri. Uh, one of the <laughs> app reviews was a five star review for Elite Eight Showdown. Uh,
1: so yeah, uh,
2: and. That's the very first appearance of Doctor D in the PCN. Was Eagle Oh, that's Eight right? showdown.
1: You were on Elite Eight. I did three
2: of them. I think. Man, yeah, I should listen to that show. It's pretty good. Uh,
0: it was the Lost Levels, right? It was just you
1: and me, or were you on with Chuck as well? Yeah, it
2: was Lost Levels. Yep.
1: Yeah, uh, they so, were good
2: episodes too.
1: Yeah. Um, on that note, folks, head over to Arachne on your favorite podcast thing and leave a five star review for Elite Eight Showdown, and, and tell me. them Elite Eight Showdown was danceled, uh, which is becoming yeah. dance erected by the way yes yep Uh-oh. it is becoming dance erected if so. a
0: dan can take it out a different dan can bring it back
1: <laughs> <laughs> well folks this has been an absolute blast thanks for listening and uh thank both of you for being here thanks for taking some time out of your night dylan to hang out with us um it's been really great thanks everybody all i gotta say is if you're listening to this
2: do it For sigma <laughs> <laughs> bye Sigma!